0: Yes, yes. Even cool. then, AKA Mr. What is your Instagram handle? Red glasses. Red dude? glasses, dude. Aka- Red glasses, dude. Oh, they're black today, though. AKA what about? Sleeping Beauty. <laughs>
1: apologies. Apologies.
0: So I I got home. I was rushing to get home because we'd we'd agreed to do this podcast at nine. I get home. There's a guest in my house, an unwanted guest. <laughs> and uh, I was like, she needs to hurry up and leave, man. Denny's gonna be at any minute. Twenty minutes later, call Danny. Where you at? Oh, oh sorry man, I had a power nap. <laughs> Old man flex. <laughs> Old man flex. That's all good. That's
1: all good. Yeah.
0: So uh, today is episode officially, I guess. Officially,
1: so. episode one. Yes. Yeah. Um so what's 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 the what's on the agenda today?
0: Well, this, this was uh, this was the thing. We were kinda of just shooting out ideas about what to go over today. Yeah. Um and not wanting to like skit over too many things. And I think we will just obviously it's quite late and uh, we both had a long day at work. So we just talk about something a bit more casual, like, for example, uh, fatherhood or parenthood, as it were. Cool. Um, yeah. Obviously, both having quite different perspectives on it um, mm-hmm. or or even just different experience on it. So
1: for yourself. So for myself, um, currently 37. OG. OG in the game. I have my, my my daughter I've just got one one child that you know um, of yeah <laughs> um, and I had her like well she's 17 now so um, she's a young adult so um,
0: pimping from a young age basically yeah
1: you know I, it's 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 because obviously it, while it obviously wasn't planned obviously you wouldn't want things differently but you do grow and learn and but i'm happy and she's she's actually amazing she is amazing she's good she's very very good uh, compared to what i was like at that age there so what about you this um
0: well i, I was at og uh before i had before i had a kid i got a, a little boy he's only one in fact just just turned one. Um, so yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit weird because I, I wanted to have kids from a very, very young age. Like I remember being like 15, 16. I was like, man, I want to be a dad. I want to have me some kids. Rudy Lewis. Yeah, man. My parents were like, if you bring a girl home pregnant, we're killing you. We're kicking you out. And I actually caught beats at home as well. So I, I actually believed my parents when they were like, yeah, yeah, you, we'll, we'll kill you. So I waited, got married first and then and then had a little one. Nice. So yeah, it's, it's been, it's, it's kind of weird, like the whole, the whole journey into parenthood. So like, if you go back to the beginning, mm-hmm. like 20 is not that young, really. Like nowadays our, the way our culture has changed. Yeah. You get some kids that are like 15, 16 having kids. Yeah. Yeah. So was it when, when you first found out that we was pregnant, were you like, were you really like terrified of it?
1: Do you know what? I was like, I remember I was like, okay, and then it's like, right, we'll go to the doctor, get it double checked, uh, like double check the results and that. And I remember just saying because we were only together for about six months, and I if that. And I remember just saying, whatever you, whatever you, decide, and whatever happens in the future, like I'm always going to be there for my child. Like now, I I go back, I'll be like, "Bitch, get rid of that, joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I so I made that promise to her. I like that. I like the and fact then... that you are
0: like, "I'll always be there for my child," because you are only six months into the relationship. So you are like, "I'm not going to say I'm always going to be there for you." Yeah, yeah. I don't know
1: enough. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 I I said that, um, and I like to think I'm stuck by that. Um, yeah, obviously I think. The circumstance wasn't ideal. It was like before I went to university. So in fact, my daughter was born in July and I started university the following October. So literally a couple of months after. Um, obviously working part time, doing all that. And then me and, me and her mum only stayed together for about a year after. Okay. So I think it was just after Mia's first birthday. Oh, so uh, Shout out Mia, <laughs> and um, uh, she yeah. So 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 ever since then, like for the for the most part, we've got on. Mm. Um, I've got a really really good relationship with my daughter. Obviously, I don't really how old she is. As I mentioned, seventeen. I don't really need to liaise with her mother as much to speak to her because kids these age have mobile phones and that. At seventeen, like she's she's had a. She, Mobile phone, just like she's an OG for as far as mobile phones go. Yeah, she's had one for years. So um, yeah, don't really want to talk too much on. Uh,
0: Obviously, the relationships. The side relationship. of it. Uh, that's, Yeah, sort of I mean, generally, generally,
1: like even with her mother, like the relationship's been mm. pretty good.
0: And then, like, so so when she was pregnant, did you did you feel like like you were ready for for what was coming, and were you getting like a lot of advice from
1: people or? I'll tell you the worst thing I think that ever happened was my mum said... I must have been speaking to my mum. She hit you upside the back of your head. Nah, nah. My mum turned around and said, oh, um, like, just be patient because, like, women can... Their hormones can play up when they're pregnant and this can last for years afterwards as well. You were like, what? She said this in front of my daughter's oh, mother and dear. everything for a while was but it could be the home oh, she, <laughs> oh, looked, she looked at your mum like thank you
0: for that yeah, I got, yeah. i got a free pass Basically. but you know what, when um so like it, so the house that i grew up in mm. my mom was quite i said unwell after she gave birth to my youngest brother who is now oh god he'll be 21 next month mm-hmm. um so i was like 12 or so when he was born mm. And I was, like, changing nappies and feeding him and stuff and whatever. Maybe that might be why I was broody because I felt like I'd already raised a kid. In fact, I remember uh, when we went on holiday and he was, like, four or five years old, I had people approaching me and they were, like, telling me how well I was doing for being a young father. And I was, like, this is my little brother. (laughs) Yeah, I need to chill. (laughs) I would have been, like, 12, 13, raising, like, having a kid. Like, that's a bit much. Yeah. So initially I was like very dismissive when people were like giving me advice um because you know something my my brother-in-law said he was like look especially like after he was born I said people are going to come give you advice everyone's going to come and give you advice and they're all going to tell you things that they think is the right thing yeah. and a lot of it's going to be really conflicting just just ignore all of it like he he's like even I'm going to come and give you advice ignore me yeah yeah it's just something that we do yeah you do, you do what you feel is best. Mm-hmm. But when people give you advice, just nod and smile and say thanks yeah. because everyone thinks they're doing it the right way. Everyone. Yeah. Very true. Very and true. you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff even like in the early stages now. So, um, so my boy's only one, right? So he can, he can walk around fine. He's like almost running, but talking, He's, he's nowhere near that yet like he gets dad dad, and mama out but we don't even say we say papa and like my wife refers to me as papa and not dada yeah so he doesn't know what dada means he's just making noise um but he obviously kids understand through tone what you're trying to infer yeah so he'll do something a little bit naughty and i'll tell him no and then he'll look at me and smile he knows it's naughty. yeah yeah but then i'll raise my voice tell him no again and he's he like, he does it, he just looks at me and then he, he starts bawling. Yeah, he puts his head down on the floor, everything, right? And then my wife goes to pick him up. She's like, it's all right, she's gonna pick him up. I'm like, no, 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 no. If I'm telling him off, yeah. I'm telling him off. Yeah. If he's gonna sulk for five minutes, he sulks for five minutes. If he sulks for 10 minutes, he sulks for 10 minutes. Yeah. He needs to know. Yeah. And that's where I feel like you can. Like, like people, a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that uh, having a child will help your relationship. Yeah. And it does the exact opposite. Like it puts strain, excess strain in your relationship. Yeah,
1: definitely. I I agree. I think, um, I think that's one of the reasons as well. I've, I've been extra careful because at the time it definitely added strain to, um, our relationship. Um, there were plenty of other factors, we're very, very different people. Um uh, so there was there was there was loads of other things involved. But it definitely does change the dynamics of a relationship. Um luckily, and obviously I have to big big up my daughter's mum because as I said I mentioned, my daughter's an amazing person. Like she's actually, you know, she's good, like she doesn't get herself in trouble, she doesn't really drink. Um, at that. She, she doesn't. She's not, she's not legally <laughs> old enough to. Yeah, well, you know, what I mean, um, like... apart
0: from <laughs> apart from at dinner under supervision of adults, yeah, exactly. supervision, yeah. uh, supervision even. Well, but I me mean,
1: she... just sort of going out and stuff. She's she's quite sensible. Yeah. Um, but we've got a very good relationship, and obviously she lives with her mum. So obviously I have to give her give her mum credit uh, because obviously she's played a, a part in that. I guess um... <laughs> just a little part, <laughs> yeah. you know, um... keeping her. But we've got a good we've got a good relationship. Like she, as I said, she's old enough to pick up the phone to me whenever she needs to. We'll do things like go out for go out for lunch, go out for dinner, go to the cinema. Um, whenever it's family stuff, like she's always you know, I have to chase her a little bit sometimes, but she'll always make sure she's there. Um, yeah, so she's 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 a she's a good girl. She's a good girl.
0: Were there like were there things? That before she was born, you were like, I'm never going to let her do this. She's going to have to do that. And this is how it's going to go. And then what? after
1: she was born, that went out the window. Do you know what? <laughs> definitely, like, I definitely think, like, my. my I plan to have more kids, I, I, but I, I, there's a lot of things I would do differently. Okay. Um, I think I'd be more strict. Because Mia was so good, I didn't have to be strict with her, mm. which probably meant. I gave her a little bit it's weird because she she didn't she didn't she she didn't stray or do anything bad, but it meant there was less structure. So she did if she didn't want to do anything after half an hour, she could just move on to the next one, like she'll do swimming, then piano, then you know, and there wasn't really much structure. Yeah, yeah. I would be more strict in terms of getting them to stick to something. Yeah. Um But saying that, um my general world, the general rule I've always had with Mia is and this is generally how we talk. It's just, just don't be a dick. Like you know when you're, you know when you're being an idiot. Yeah, from yeah. from quite a young age, you can I can say to you, was that wrong? Was that right? You know it was wrong. Just don't do it. That's generally how I am with her. Like I remember, um, this is just an example. Like she wanted to, she was going out. She just started when she started going out with friends, and um, had a conversation. Obviously, I know there's going to be alcohol, I think she was just before she was 16. Or was, um, so some of our friends were turning 16, so it was like a 16th birthday party, basically. No adults there. It was at a house. I was like, of course there's going to be alcohol. Um, just don't... You've got, you've got your tutor tomorrow. If you go to the party and tomorrow you've got such a hangover that we have to cancel your tutor, you've done something stupid. If you're all good, like, and then you can get on with your tutor and do whatever you're supposed to do this with the day, then, then cool, isn't it? Mm. Um, on that occasion, she had a headache the next day. So, <laughs> so that was what I told her off for. It wasn't the fact she drunk. It wasn't the fact that she um, missed her. It was, it was around the lesson yeah. around by, by drinking so much, you've now had a knock-on effect and ruined something. That's actually going to benefit. Going to benefit. Yeah. You. Um. So I speak to her and try and talk to her more. Well, even when she was younger, like every time she'd done something, I'd ask her like, "Why she done it?" And she would only ever get in trouble if she couldn't give me a reason. Mm. Which has actually backfired because obviously now she's she, she's become quite smart. So now she's always got an answer. But I like okay. that. I like her to be able to challenge things. Like if you can justify it, then we're all good. Yeah. If you can't, if you can justify it. You can get away with it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thing is like there's
0: there's like ideological boundaries that some people will have like obviously you, you said like me is quite good mm. so it's like i if someone asked me like would you ever hit your kids I'm like yes i would yeah. straight the, will that change in the future maybe i don't know yeah the thing is like so i obviously like i work with kids yeah and i can see there are some kids that i'm looking at and i'm thinking I know you don't get slapped at home. Yeah. I know you don't get slapped at home. Yeah. And if you did, you wouldn't be such a handful. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, there's there's one kid in particular who, when he was, he was about seven. So, um, little background. I'm, so I teach martial arts, for anyone that doesn't know. And I took over this club like five years ago, maybe six years ago. So this kid was about seven, maybe eight years old. And um, he was... He was talking to uh, his his mum was talking to someone, and he wanted to go to the park. He walked up to his mum, said, "Mum, I want to go to the park." And then he punched her in the stomach. Now wow. you'd think, like a seven, eight year old kid, punched the stomach's not that bad. Yeah. This kid, he's he's always been like a really solid, tough kid. Yeah. And uh, and like you could see, his mum was actually physically hurt yeah. by the punch. Yeah. And I I pulled his mum to one side, and I was like, how are, you, how are you getting on with him at home and that? She broke down in tears, as I asked. She's like, it's really difficult. He doesn't listen to me. He's very violent. He lashes out. I was like, okay. So I so this is what I want you to do. I said, you give him three warnings, and you tell him after each warning how many warnings he's got left, right. and you tell him the consequences is that you're going to tell me yeah, right? and that I will deal with him because... A lot of times, kids are more afraid of like the school teacher yeah, or like someone outside the outside yeah. the house. Um, so she was like, "Okay, cool, cool, I'll do that." I was like, "You got, you got to do it. You have to stick to it." She was like, "Yeah, yeah, I well, I well." So the next week comes and kid goes into the class and I just step outside for a second. I'm like, "So, so how did he get on this week? Was he alright? Because because you didn't call me and I did say to you like." Call me. I don't care. You can call me 11 o'clock at night if yeah. he's acting up. And you so she goes. Uh, she goes. No, no. He he was okay this week. He was good. Yeah. I was like, okay, great. So then I walked into the hall and I was like, so kid, uh, your mum tells me that you uh, you've not been so good this week and that you used up all of your warnings. And he was. He looked at me like in shock and he went, <laughs> but she promised she wouldn't say anything. She promised, and I was like, right. So I went back outside, said to the mum, I said, he just told me that he has been naughty because I told him that you told me. She was like, ah. I go, so you lied to me. I tried to help you yeah. and you lied to me because you're trying to protect your son. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I said, okay, but you're not protecting him. You're enabling him. Yeah. So I'm going to punish him still because he was naughty. And if you if you actually want my help, you will enforce this. Yeah. So... Six months later, that kid's school teacher came to my club and was like, do you teach such and such a kid? I was like, sorry, I don't know who you are. I can't tell you who yeah, I do and course, don't teach. Yeah. So like, he's like, I know you do. The reason why I came to see you is because I've noticed such a massive difference in this kid's behavior. Oh, wow. He's so much better. And for me, that I was like, that's that's sick. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Now, this kid, uh, like a few years later, he stopped training. He stopped coming to my yeah. club. And then and that was fine. And then he came back. Yeah. And at the point of him coming back, I start to hear from his parents. He's having fights outside school. He's getting involved with the police. Da 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 da. All this stuff's going on. Yeah. And his dad's saying to me like he swears at his mum. He called his mum a cunt. All this stuff. And I'm like, okay. So I just asked the dad straight. I was like, do you ever hit him? He's like, no, no. I've, I do feel like it sometime, but I, like, I can't do it. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's your problem. This like, and even when when this kid comes to my club, he loves sparring. He loves to fight. Yeah. Until you put someone bigger in front of him. Wow. Until Thanks. you put someone more skillful in front of him. Yeah. Then it's not fun anymore. Yeah. And I suppose the difference with me is that obviously coming from from a martial arts background, I've got a bit of control. So, if if I'm gonna punish someone or even even when I'm sparring, like if I was sparring with you. I know what your skills your abilities are like. I know your ability to take a hit. Yeah. And I'll, I'll adjust accordingly. A lot of parents when they hit kids, they hit out of anger. And they and that's where kids and I think that's where it I totally agree. this thing of you
1: can't hit kids comes from. Yeah. That. Yeah. So I I as I said me was quite good. But I'm talking in relative terms, that doesn't mean she was never Did normally. you slap her up? I slap. <laughs> I I I I can remember hitting Mia twice. Right. But one of the biggest things that used to frustrate me was was with schoolwork. So when she had homework and she was messing around, and I remember, I hit her on the back of the hand, once. With your hand or with with my you, hand? No weaponry. No, 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 All right. no. I did think about <laughs> picking up the nunchucks, but I thought better of it. Um. And her reaction as well, obviously, it was a more of a shock because I never, ever hit her. Right. Um, so it was that, and I felt really bad because that was, for me, losing control, even though it was still measured and saying, right, put your hand out, it wasn't just a... a oh, okay, response. so you're like, you put your hand out. And yeah, and there was, again, again, there was warnings and stuff. Right. I felt really bad for myself because, to me, that was kind of I ran out of options to get her to do this that I right. had to kind of re- re- resort to that the other time
0: you were drunk <laughs>
1: <laughs> had a long day <laughs> she said anyway <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. so the other time was probably she was she must have been about fourteen and she was. Got involved with the wrong crowd. Okay. And it was actually, she actually hadn't done anything to me. She was actually rude to her mum. Okay. And um, I actually slapped her across the face. Not hard, not hard, but enough to, to sort of shock her. And, um, and actually, I actually, it was actually a thought, it was actually, I actually thought about it i <laughs> actually literally thought, because my, my thing is... Did my, you warm up before <laughs> having a <little> stretch? <laughs> I was slapping tree trunks first. All. So my thing is, like, one of my things, like, I'm, I'm quite anti-hitting kids, he says, after just admitting to doing it. Um, and one of my things is, is, like, as an adult, you deal with people, you, who piss you off day to day. And there's consequences, so you don't lash out, you have to find other ways, yeah. Because there's consequences. So why then would you when because there's I guess there's less consequences, like lashing out on your against your kids is in my eyes, there's issues with that, yeah. But just like in the real world, when there's consequences, even knowing that certain people do certain things. And I'll know the consequences if I do anything, but they still might have to catch a kick. Yeah, yeah. And this was the situation where we had had so I actually thought about it and thought, you know what, actually, how she's acted, the things she's said, how rude she's been, I have to do something. Yeah. I have to, I have to, she, like, she must know it's coming. She, yeah. And
0: if she doesn't get it, she's going to be like, right, I'm free now. Exactly, yeah. This, this is acceptable. So um,
1: so I did. I was like, I kind of literally, was, we were standing up, we are talking. I was literally like, had to pause for three seconds. And I was like, "This isn't a talking situation. If this, like, to beat your ass, yeah. This is like, yeah. if I, if this happened in the street, if this happened anywhere else, if I saw two strangers and someone spoke like that to the other, like, I would be already be looking to intervene uh, yeah. to, the, to, to the to the level she took it. I was like, she needs to get one upside the head. <laughs> give so it that changed. As I said, it wasn't hard, but it was enough for her to be like, "Oh shit." So,
0: when when this happened, was her mum there? No. Right. And how did, how did her mum react to the to the news of the slap? Um, not bad because okay. she, she she obviously she was on the receiving end of of your daughter's nonsense.
1: Yeah, it? but she also knows. Like, my Mia weren't crying. She weren't like it. Weren't.
0: It was just a little was, shock moment. Yeah,
1: it was just like you. You know. Yeah. And I, and I explained it to her as well, I just realized. Um, but no, her mum was was really upset, obviously with more with 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 um what Mia had 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 done and said. Yeah. More than anything else. So,
0: so did you did you ever catch a beating as a kid?
1: Oh, I just got beats all the time.
0: On, like, like from a like as, as, there, as a
1: kid. Like it's weird because it's weird because I look back at certain beats like. Um, from my mum and my stepdad. <laughs> Do you know what's funny though, the way you say it? It's like when people reminisce about old movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So
0: I look back on certain beats. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I remember this one beat and I caught back in 92. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> That's true. But like I got beats, like I remember one, like the worst scenario was I went to school, put it this way, my face was so battered, my mum was literally, nowhere to were like putting makeup on me to try <laughs> yeah. and like hide it. <laughs> I went to school. By the second lesson, I got pulled to the head teacher's office. So the teacher's obviously said, like, yo, daddy's black and uh, his face is looking kind of purple today. That ain't right. And, um, and obviously, and, and so I had to go to the head teacher's office. He was there questioning me for like a couple of hours. And obviously, I wasn't saying, like, you just, oh, I fell out of a tree and all this kind of rubbish. But obviously, it's the social service and up lot getting involved. But um, that was probably the most extreme. Time. But yeah, I got beats loads of times. But it's weird because while I think it was it was wrong and obviously far too extreme yeah. at times, I still do kind of think Meh, it was a different time and I understand how my parents used to get beat, which was much, much worse. So they were probably thinking to me, Yeah, nah, this is nothing. Yeah, <laughs> we're being lenient on <laughs> yeah, I mean. it. Yeah, we're, we're being lenient on it with stuff. But um yeah, yeah, I definitely I definitely um got beats Although saying that, the worst punishment I remember ever having was my mum took my Mega Drive off me. That, Evil that, bitch! That, so <laughs> real, mate. That I was, I was like, literally like yeah, no, grabbing no. onto it, going, "No, no!" That was worse than any beat. Oh dear. Going back quickly to what you were saying about um, just with regards to discipline, one of the things I think what always worked with me with me is i never ever used to give her any chances okay I, and as, as i said i didn't used to smack her it would be like if you do something this is the consequence this is the consequence you know that end of mm. um and it used to be kind of it used to, I, I guess you could call it passive aggressive in some ways like her mum like i'd go around there pop round, and her mum would be like oh mia's done this mia's done that and I'll be like, okay, where she's? Oh, she's in her room because she was naughty. And I'll go into her room. And her room is the best house, like the best room in the yard. Like she's got the nice TV, she has got all this. So I was like, that's not punishment. Yeah. Like she's, put she's in a club. Put yeah. in a closet. Yeah. <laughs> in the cupboard. That's not punishment. So I've, I'm just so 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 I've just gone um, gone into the kitchen, picked up one of those knives, and this uh, <laughs> it's, it's not going. nowhere dark. <laughs> <laughs> gone into her room. This is just a just a, just the dinner knife. And I've just uh, turned the TV off, taken the plug, just chatting to her, like, oh, how, how me? you So, how you been today? Just chatting to her, undoing the plug, take out the fuse, go to her stereo. Take out the fuse. Just while she's chatting, she's gone, she's realised, she's gone, oh, what are you doing? And I've gone, oh, I'm just taking out the fuses. She's gone, why? It's like, well, you're, you're, you're being punished. You're in your room through punishment. It's not an entertainment centre. And I was like just just going back to that like her mum would be like oh the TV's too heavy to take out this was before when TVs used to have back offs like JLo yeah. and, um, <laughs> um, and all that kind of stuff and I was like well just take out the fuse Like, yeah there's always yeah, a way yeah there's always a way and that's a, so it wasn't even like I didn't I didn't shout at her I didn't have the smack her it was just like just done and at the same time I was doing it just like oh how was your day so what did you do why are you in your room yeah. well that was silly wasn't it Da-da-da-da. well here you go you can't use these I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take these home with me I'm, when I see you next time I'll bring them back and that was it
0: see that's good though because there's actually like a, a long term concept like yeah, I'm yeah. taking these shoes I'll see in three days yeah you know the 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 thing with that like I so I've got like over a hundred students right and there's always that's a lot of fuses well there is that <laughs> But um, there's always, every month there's one or two parents where I speak to the parent. I'm like, look, your kid needs to stretch more at home. They need to be training doing this, you know, or they'll be telling me that they're not doing well with their homework because, like, my thing is I'm not teaching martial arts just so you get good, good at martial arts. Like, I want you to learn things that you can then take through to other aspects of your life. Yeah, definitely. But they'll say, yeah, yeah, he's just always on the computer. And I'm like, all right, do you not want to, like, get him off the computer? They're like, no, I can't. Like he's seven years old or he's nine years old. You can't get him off the computer. Like if you give it to him, you can take it off him. And I feel like some parents are almost like scared. Yeah. To discipline their kids. I don't
1: know why that's come about. So you've probably heard the game Fortnite. Yeah, Yeah. So there's been a lot of stories and stuff about kids being addicted to it. And you hear like, if you listen to like talk radio or other shows and stuff, and kids have been attacking their parents over it and all this. And it, so being into tech as well, when I hear these stuff and then people blame the game for being addictive or people yeah. blame um, the phone for people, kids using their phones too much. And to me, and it's not like parenting. It's a cop-out, is it? Yeah. But pa- parenting, it's not to say parenting's easy, but to remove batteries from a controller is easy. To take a controller away and stick it in the glove box in your car is easy. Do you not think though,
0: like my, so my thing is, I I'll, I'll say it's laziness and, and I'll I'll back it up to the cows come home but it's it's the same thing like when you go to a restaurant and you see kids playing on iPads, yeah. It's so much easier for the parent not yeah, to deal with it. Definitely. Just let them go play on the computer. Definitely. I don't have to deal with my kids. Yeah,
1: and I think I think I think a lot of it when when these parents seem to be complaining that their children are acting certain ways, I think it stems back to I think parenting, you have to kind of set the, the boundaries very, very, very early on. You can't, like, give, the, give, give a kid a phone, then give them an iPad, then give them a computer, then give them their Xbox, and then they get a game that they're addicted to, and then all of a sudden you want to take it back. Because even the routine you've allowed them to get in, you're now disrupting, hence why they're acting out. Yeah. If you're, and that's what I was saying, with, 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 with my daughter from from very early on, it wasn't, oh, one chance, two chance, oh, if you do it again, oh, I'm gonna tell your mum, well, I'm gonna tell this person, well, I'm gonna tell your uncle. It was literally like, I've said this, you know it's wrong, end of. Like, what, and sometimes I'd even, I wouldn't even tell her off at the time. Mm-hmm. I'd wait until she was going to do something just to be like, nope, you done that. And there was never no argument because she knew and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, if she'd done something more, if she was a little bit more naughty, after I, made a point I'm like yeah and when I go I'm going to tell your uncle as well so then when you go see him you're going to get it from him as well or whatever other family member we're going to get we're going to see but I think it's it's so easy to put a, a tablet or a controller or stuff in kids hands and then just don't have to deal with them yeah exactly I'll, I'll be honest even to some extent I'm a
0: little bit guilty of that so like my kids only one as well That's terrible but he so i i was like i said to my wife like before before she even gave birth i was like we're not going to give him ipads and tablets and you know get him you know into tech too early and all this stuff mm. now um after my wife gave birth we went to her mother's house and we stayed at her mother's house for a little while it's kind of like a culturally normal thing for asian girls to go to their their own mother's house yeah or at least that's what my wife said i don't know if that's true or not, but in her case it is. and um in the morning especially when he like my kid was being a bit loud, Hindi music got him like he was just like hypnotised by it. Okay. And now, whenever we're feeding him, he he gets so distracted by whatever's going on, he won't eat. But if we put Hindi music on the T V and it's like certain music videos no. like like someone's will some of these videos will come on And he will not listen to it. He will not watch it. He doesn't care. It's like he knows exactly, this is the song that I like. That's the song. There's about 15 songs that you can play. If you play any other song, he's not interested. So we play these songs when we're feeding him. And it's a bit of a cop-out, but it's just easier to feed him. Like, he's distracted by that. So let's just give him that a little bit. But I think the reason, maybe the reason why me is. Like, kind of better behaved is because you didn't give her those chances and you as you said like you set those boundaries so early on that that's all they know yeah the problem is when you don't have those boundaries then you try to implement them yeah you exactly. can't go straight from one extreme to another exactly and it was like for me growing up it was it was weird because sometimes my parents would give me warnings yeah other times no warning yeah and sometime like um so my, my dad he he gave me he gave me a proper like my dad knocked me out three times in my life yeah oh, yeah and um, clean knocked me out like unconscious <laughs> and I still remember it now like I'll give you an example and th- this this one it was this one was like totally unjustified this was just straight up bad parenting so I was I must have been about five or six so I was a young kid as well and uh, we lived in this house that had it was a masonette had like a long L shaped corridor there was one light in the middle of the corridor and it was controlled by a switch at either end. Yeah. So he'd be around the corner of the L, he'd turn the light off and then he'd crawl around the corner going, scaring the hell out of me, right? Yeah. And I was like jumping up to reach the light switch because it's quite high, I yeah. couldn't reach it. So I was jumping up, jumping up and eventually I'd get to it and I'd flick it on and then he'd be there and, and then we'd like play fight. It'd be like, I need to play fight. So then it was like, okay, that's fine, that's fine. So we were doing this for like 10 minutes. My legs are too tired to jump anymore, right? And being that young, you are genuinely scared. Like, yeah, even yeah. though it's your dad, whatever. Yeah. I was legit scared. I was like, this thing is not my dad. He's going to eat me, whatever. <laughs> and I still remember it like really vividly now. Yeah. But, which is a surprise for what happened next. So I was trying to get to the light switch. I couldn't get to it. And I just panicked and I just threw my leg out and I kicked my dad straight in the face. Oh, shit. <laughs> So bearing in mind, like, I'd already started doing um, karate. Uh, well, actually, my uncles were teaching me, like, ta- uh, taekwondo and wing Chun and stuff. And I was, like, four or five years old. I've been surrounded by martial arts since I was a kid. So I like, give him a pretty decent front kick, and it hit him right under his chin. And, he, like, he was fine. Obviously, yeah. I'm mean, only five, six years old. Yeah. But he'd had, like, a, he'd had loads of dental surgeries and stuff. He had, like, veneers from when he'd got into fights when he was younger and stuff. So yeah. he was, like, really paranoid about his teeth. So in that moment, he was so angry I remember he grabbed my arm, he pulled me so that he'd like spin me around yeah. so that I wasn't facing him. And he kicked me up my backside so hard, I oh. took I like he lifted me off the ground and my face hit the front door wow. and I bounced off the front door and when I woke up my dad had his hands up, he's like champion of the world. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but but legit like that Cutting that was you it. Out. Yeah. And um but then like there was another time I can't I actually can't remember what I did but my dad kind of let me off, and and he was like, uh, so my dad he'd hit me with a belt sometimes, and uh, I was sitting in the living room. He was telling me off, and for whatever reason, he's like, "Do you not? You're not taking this seriously enough? Go get the belt." And I was like, "No, no, no, Dad, please, please, please. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I understand. I'm, I'll go to my room. It's fine." He's like, no, "No, no, I told you, go get my belt. Don't make me tell you again." I was like, "Dad, please, just let me go to my room. I promise. Like, I'll stay in there yeah. all day." Please I don't want to get the belt. And I was like, at this point I'm already starting to cry. That's
1: the worst one, isn't it? When they make you go and get go get my weapon of choice. Make sure you get
0: the thick one. You come back with the belt. He's like, No, 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 no. The one with the buckle, the big buckle. (laughs) So I was like, No, 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 please don't, please don't. He's like, Okay, you don't want to get it? Fine. Go to the shed. I was like, Okay, what do you want from the shed? He goes, You know that big spanner that's hanging up? I was like, Yeah He goes, I'm gonna beat you with that. Go (sighs) get it. I ran into my dad's bedroom. Right, I got the biggest, thickest belt he had. I put in. I literally, I grabbed my dad's belt. I ran into the room with it. I give it to my dad. Like, I put it into his hand, and wow. I pulled my pants down. And turned <laughs> I was like, "Hit me with the belt!" He was like, "Go to your room." Not, not, not. And, and if you come out, you get in the you yeah. spanner. I was like, I ran to my room. I must have stayed in there like three days. <laughs> now, I come out, but so, so it was like. It was, like, on the one hand, I'd do something so, like, innocent. Yeah. I, I didn't... Obviously, you're a little kid, five, six years old. Yeah, yeah. Hit me for no reason. Like, yeah. Realistically, I was a kid. Like, I didn't really hurt him, whatever. Yeah. And then I I can't remember for the life of me what I was doing in the second incident. Yeah. But I do remember it as something serious because my mum had already told me off. And then my dad was telling uh, me off after, like, it was that serious. Yeah. And, and there was, like, so many examples of that where I had very inconsistent parenting. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing that was quite kind of consistent was the fear of catching a beating. Yeah. So whenever I did anything wrong, I was like twice, three times as scared as most other kids because I was catching old school beatings. Yeah. I wasn't getting these new school like yeah yeah we'll give you a
1: little slap. Yeah, I had... None of this naughty step or whatever no, timeouts and that.
0: My parents had like a little a little closet with all their weapons of choice. <laughs> but that, and that's the thing like coming from so coming from like a, a violent home. Yeah. I'm I'm very conscious of not wanting to be like that at yeah, all. Yeah. So like even when me and my wife argue, yeah, if she says if she like for example aims she can swear in the argument, yeah. got no problem. If she obviously people use their temper and swear. Yeah. But if she says, You're effing this or yeah. if she aims a swear word at me, I'm like, No, you need to stop now. Yeah. 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 And I think once she's like just like minor little slap on my arm. Mm. And I, I just turned to her, I was like, if you ever hit me again, you got malice running through your mind. We're gonna have some serious problems, I'll kick you out of the house. Yeah. And she's like, "What? what? I said, Look, I come from a violent home, right? And reflexively or reactively, it, it's is I don't have that thing where I'm like, No, 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 I could never hit a woman. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna sit and pretend like like I am because even my mother, who was a victim of domestic violence, taught me from a young age if someone puts their hands on you that's them engaging in violence with you yeah. you defend yourself yeah if they, and and this was like in the early 90s but which kind of for us doesn't seem like that long ago but yeah, yeah. in in terms of like, we used to sit on the laps we didn't have car seats so much back then yeah, exactly. you know yeah. late 80s early yeah. 90s seat belts yeah exactly and you have like seven eight people in a car you yeah. weren't really worried about getting pulled over the yeah. police would drive past. they didn't care <laughs> yeah. but um but yeah, so my so my mum was like, anyone hits you, you hit them back. Yeah. End of, yeah. end of. And even at times where my older sisters would would hit me, and I'd hit them back, they'd then go and tell my mum, and she'd be like, you hit him first. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I said, I said to my wife, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. If you attacked me, yeah. how well I could hold myself back. Yeah. Like, I would like to think I would just restrain you. Yeah. Right. So let's not go there. Yeah. And the worst, I think obviously it's it's weird because i've been in so many violent situations it's like i used to run pubs and stuff and i'd get into fights and whatnot and bottles smash over my head whatever explains why i'm so dumb now but um but yeah so so violence isn't that scary to me yeah yeah whereas i think especially now especially with social networking and media and stuff People think violence is so far away yeah. that they push people so far.
1: That's
0: right. And, and violence is never really that far yeah. far away. We are, we're animals inherently, yeah. so it's, it's in our nature to want violence. So that's why, for my kid, I'm like, I don't want to hit him. Yeah. But if I see him going a certain way, yeah. and words are not doing it, mm. a slap will, will be tested. Yeah if I see that it's not working, if I see you, you slap your kid on the back of his leg or yeah. whatever, it's not doing any good. I'm not going to keep doing it. It's not. It's yeah,
1: nonsense. yeah. I mean, I've i I've, I've, I've had times where I haven't... No, I wouldn't say that necessarily for me. but when she's acted up, and because I wasn't there all the time, so I'd see her on weekends or a couple of times during the week, so she's got two, three days in between seeing me where, you know the rules that I'm applying were slightly different to whether she's at school, whether she's with her mum, you know, wherever she is. Um, And I've said to her, like, do you want me to be one of those people that hit their kids to stop for you to listen? You know? Um, Only as, as a sort of question, but it was never something that... See, I don't... I guess for me... And probably to do with my upbringing, often, and maybe this is this is why, partially why I'm against it, because for me, it wasn't necessarily even if I'd done something wrong. Like, there was me, my older brother, and my sister, who's a year younger than me. And most of the time, it was my sister, who would be the naughty one. And uh, if, but if, if at the time, my stepdad didn't know who it was, he would line us all up and hit us until... Okay. Someone came Someone's forward litched. and we would be saying, it was her, it was her. But until the person admitted it, until me or my older brother used to end up admitting it just to get like five more dicks and let it be finished. Oh, damn. Even, even, even but like. Did your sister get slapped up as well or not Nah,
0: really? she oh, used to get away with it most of the that's time.
1: That's why. I... Um, my sister was the same, you know. Yeah. And even, <laughs> I, I mean, some of the things, some of the things like, um, I remember like I'd see one of my uncles and they'd, they'd just give me some change out of their pocket. A couple of quid of that. And um so on the way home from school I'd go and buy some sweets. So then I'd I'd get home and would be like, Where's the money you were given? I'd be like, Oh I spent it. On what? And I'd have the sweets and on these. And it's like you're supposed to save your money to do that. And to teach me to do that, I'd get beats for that, for spending right. that money and things like that. So when I think back to it, I dunno, I think maybe my my experience of getting beats was never wasn't always because I'd done something wrong. Yeah. So I don't know. And I think I'm all right. So
0: Do you do you find like like there's I can think of examples where I felt almost nostalgic about the beatings that I got when I was a kid. Do
1: you know what I'll tell you what it is right? I'll tell you what it is. Because sometimes I see I see certain kids and I'm like, Wow, they need beats. Yeah. <laughs> they need some serious beats. Do you know what I used to do to um uh, I, so I've got my sister's got uh, five kids so the, so the oldest three I used to take them out they're very close to my daughter's age so I used to take them all out my daughter was as I said she, she was good I'm with her um, and obviously I can't, I can't tell off my sister's kids and to me because we, they're brought up very differently
0: Yeah,
1: how they would how they're acting like it's more of a noise plus there's three of them like right. Having to do with one kid is one thing. Okay. You can have the patience, you can have more time. When you're having to do that with four kids, it's very different. So I can understand people losing their temper and having less options to and time to be able to say, I need to explain this to you, you know. So you say you couldn't discipline your sister's So kids. not in the same way. So what I actually used to do, sorry about this, Shah. So I used to incentivise them because kids can fight kids, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I used to make the oldest one. Say right, you're in charge of the next one. If he does anything, so I say like right. At the end of the day, if he's good, I'll give you a tenner. So now, if he does anything, Keep him blackmailing his <laughs> so if he does anything, so if the next one down done anything too wrong, then his older brother was going to tell him off.
0: Right. And I
1: would not the middle one to look
0: after the to look one. after
1: the younger one. So if the young ones out pant, then yeah, he will sort of like. And he's he too busy
0: being responsible for the exactly. middle one Exactly, and it used to work a treat. It cost you like 20 quid extra. It cost me about 20 (laughs) quid extra. (laughs) That's, that's, see, so, uh, so I used to, my nephew, my sister's kid, I used to take him to school in the mornings Mm. and sometimes I'd pick him up. And, um, it was weird because up until, up until that point, I disciplined my, my nephew in front of my sister. Yeah. And from the, like the household we grew up in, It's all good, like, say whatever you want to say. If he's been naughty, he's been naughty. Yeah. You punish him accordingly. So I was taking my nephew to school and they were all kids just playing around the playground. Yeah. And then he started doing this thing where he'd run around to the other side of the building yeah. where I couldn't see him. And there was actually a gate right next to the, right next to that side of the building and it it was quite enclosed. So if someone did come and grab him, for example, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know about it. So... I gave him like five, six warnings because he's not my kid. I was like, let me just keep warning him. He's going to get the message. Yeah. So I was like, kid, if you go around there again, I'm going I'm to slap you. Right? I'm, I'm going to slap you so you do not go around there again. Yeah. But in my mind, I was like, I can't slap him. He's yeah, not my yeah. kid. I'm not, I'm not going to slap him. Yeah. But he did not listen. Right? So when he comes back round, I'm like, all right, I told you I'm going to slap you, right? He's like, yeah, that's okay. Do you want me to slap you? He's like, no. I said okay well you've got two choices you can take the slap or you can do 10 push ups yeah he was like oh I'll do 10 push ups yeah that was it done with it right but get this two days later mm-hmm. I get a phone call from my sister yeah she's like uh, my, my boy said that you you made him do 10 push ups in the playground in front of all of his friends I was like yeah I did she goes okay well, why did you make him do that I was like, did he not tell you? She goes, yeah, he did. And she sounded like really annoyed. Yeah. I was like, well, what did he say? She goes, his shirt was untucked. So you made him do push-ups. <laughs> I was like, all right, I should make him do some more because that's not the case. I was like, look, and I told her what happened. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, all right, cool. Mm. She put the phone down. Went, I was like, cool. Yeah. Like a minute later, she calls me back. She's like, and she just spoke to her husband at that point. Yeah. She's like, i just spoke to him, to my husband, and he's not happy. And do you know what? I'm not either. I was like, you were fine <laughs> you were fine a minute ago. Yeah. And she's like, you can't make him do push-ups. I was like, why not? She goes, because that's not, that's not how you deal with him. That's not how you punish kids. I was like, okay. I was like, so I'm not going to take him to school anymore? Yeah. He's like, what? I like, if he knows I can't punish him, yeah. what what is he going to do knowing I can't punish him? Yeah, yeah. What's gonna happen now? Yeah. And that's I think that's another thing with kids now. Yeah. They get taught from school. My nieces came home from school, my wife's yeah. brother's
1: kids come
0: home from school, reciting the number for childline. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was
1: like, Why this is, is a, that this is a random thing. It's even like it's even like um, <laughs> even like like I was we I grew up broke. But our brothers and sisters, you had what you had and you know no different and you have fun. Yeah. But like kids know what poverty is. Like and poverty is a measurement, a, a metric. It's a math. It's almost like a, a math. Mathemat- it doesn't even mean you're necessarily broke. Yeah. But even things like like I've heard kids saying, "Oh, I live in poverty." Like you don't, you know. And they, the way some of these terms are thrown out nowadays, yeah, people, it's, it's weird.
0: So, my family was like, I, I'll give you an example of how poor, and you can gauge it as how poor you want to see it, and mm. whether or not that's true poverty or not. So we had one gas heater in our house. Yeah. We we had we had a central heating system. Mm. It never went on. I didn't know that radiators got hot until I went to a friend's house to stay over, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, went to lean on the radiator, and I was like, Jesus. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, that thing's really hot. He's like, it's a radiator. They get hot. I was like, I never knew what they were for. Yeah, yeah. So so that was one. We wore layers to bed. Yeah, that was two. <laughs> we we ate shepherd's uh what was it corned beef hash corned beef and baked back. beans yeah. right my mum would make it in bulk and we'd have it like four or five days in a row for dinner wow. and my my dad when we started to get like a bit of money this was like our first step out yeah we got cable tv right but it wasn't sky it was like um it was like the only other time i've seen this kind of system because even when i tell people they're yeah. like what like in the uk it's like never heard of it in the States where you go to like motels and you put like a, a dollar oh, in the, yeah, in the yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. So we had this box that you put on top of your TV. Yeah, you put a pound in it and you get to watch yeah. TV, right? My dad, this is how broke we were. Like, even though we had enough money to get it, my dad would take that unit apart and take the pound coins back out you, of it. Do
1: you know what we used to do? Because <laughs> there were times when, when um, like my mum would be like, oh, you know, she's out of change or whatever. And we got it down to like to perfection where where it goes where you put the money in and it slides down into the back of the, like, yeah, the unit. unit. So we used to put the pound in, tilt it ever so slightly, so it went over the set side. they quickly tilt it back and get the pound back out oh, and they keep doing it. Nice. So it was like, keep topping up. Um, yeah. So, similar sort of thing, man. Radio rentals and then ones back in the day. Yeah yeah, the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, ours was rent, like radio rentals out. and then not, on not answering the front door. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> okay. then bailiffs are coming. And to yeah. be honest, even, and that's the thing as well, like, there's a, a a generation difference, mm. and the the thing that I'm worried about with my kid mm. is that he's not going to learn through the mistakes that I learned through. Yeah. So I I watch my parents. I watch my dad. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I don't really talk to my dad anymore, so I don't mind snitching <laughs> on him. But we'd go to like uh we'd go to the scrapyard to get parts for his cars, yeah. and he'd like put the odd little part here and there in his toolbox. Yeah. And he, he, I'll be like, Dad, isn't that stealing? He'll be like, no, it's liberating. We're setting it free. <laughs> and then my mum used to tell me how he'd... Like, we used to have a lot of change around the house. Mm-hmm. The money that we did have, it was all change. My dad used to take uh, phone boxes apart and take all the coins out oh, of phone wow. boxes. So, but but the thing was, like, growing up that poor...
1: Yeah.
0: The like a big treat for us yeah. once my dad started to earn better money once a month we'd go to Harvester Yeah, and now people look down and like spit on yeah, Harvester okay, like it's a yeah. terrible place to go whereas it's my childhood was like oh my god we're going to the Harvester yeah. we get free salad cart we're going to get yeah. dessert and I'm like my son's not going to see that le- yeah. that level of poverty Yeah. I don't want him to think that he can just expect that yeah. he's going to get what he wants Definitely. and one of the things I said to my wife was he will never he will never go without things that he needs. Yeah. But he can want all he
1: wants. Yeah. That's that's definitely one of the things I'll do differently, um, with my next child. I think because I felt well at the time I didn't, but, but um when I was older, loads of things my that I couldn't have I wanted to make sure my daughter had. Um, um one of them so that sounds stupid is like, you know, you used to have like the book clubs yeah. and they used to like, I was never able to get a book unless I was, unless not by legitimate means anyway. And, um, when, so when me used to bring back like the little pamphlets with the books and the book, you know, the traveling book clubs that would go to their school, I used to be like, Mia, get a book, get a book. I used to be forced and then she would just be like, mm, I don't want one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, no, get a book, Mia, you shouldn't, you know, trying to make almost exercise these, these, these rights, so to speak. And, um yeah, but I definitely will change that. That's one of the things I do worry about. Like, funny enough, do you, do you know Gary V? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's something he said similar, actually. If you've like, got Facebook, you know Gary V. Yeah, yeah. So he said something similar with regards to growing up. Like, there's a certain resilience. There's a certain hustle. There's a certain mentality that that growing up with a bit more hardship kind of enables. And I do wonder sometimes if... Like, it's not to say my daughter won't have it, but she'll have to get a different way. Like, yeah. I, I, I stopped living with my mum at like 15. So I've had to do lots, you know what I mean, by myself and figure things out and learn to pay bills and learn to do all this this sort of stuff. Um, I've, yeah, you know, and I've got, to my, got myself to where I am. Um, and yeah, I do, I do. So I try and school me up lots in mm. just terms of finances, trying to be savvy, trying to do lots of stuff. But it's a very different, it's very different lessons. It's not, It's not. she's not learning it in the same way.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Funnily enough though, just going back to what you're saying about making your nephew do um, push-ups. push-ups. There's two things with what you said there. So when we started getting a bit older and she used to like be a little bit out of hand, she went doing her homework, even towards GCSEs or wasn't doing things. That's what I used to do. I said I would literally drive to her at five in the morning, get her up, for going for a jog, we're going for, a, this is what you're going to do until you start doing this and i will just be like, I used to just tell her, Call it boot camp. Like, yeah, going for a job, get up, get her out of bed. But one with regards to the choice as well, I think that's such... Um, with regards to, like, my nephews and my daughter and everyone, like, other young people I've had to look after, when you give them a choice, it's almost, like, psychologically giving the power back to them. And mm. rather than saying, don't do this, or if you don't... I don't really bad about yeah, it. yeah. If you, if you say to them, right, it's either this or this, they will choose one. Yeah. They'll choose one. Right? Yeah.
0: And it's, and that, that's, so weirdly enough, with the, with the push-ups though, so the organisation that I'm affiliated with mm-hmm. through Teaching Taekwondo, I went on, they have like coaching courses and stuff like this. So I went on one of their coaching courses, which is a bit weird because I've been teaching for like over 10 years and now yeah. I'm going on a coaching course. And there was a big debate um the the official line from the governing organization is that they don't condone giving students push-ups as a form of punishment okay which obviously i stopped doing it as soon as i heard about this yeah because i'm I'm not going to break the rules <clears throat> previously obviously in the past before i found out about this what i would do is i would let's say you got one kid in particular in the group that was really naughty yeah first I'd just try to give him push-ups i be like okay you're going to do 10 push-ups. Yeah. And uh, and it was actually, it was funny, there was this little boy um, and he was only about six, seven. He goes, no. Nah. And I was so shocked. I was like, <laughs> did you just say no to me? And because of, and generally, the, the thing with like good parenting can generally be done just with a, like a firm tone yeah you you speak in a certain tone like even my kid already he knows like us if if my voice sounds like this he knows he's done something wrong yeah, yeah. so um he, he looked at me straight he's like no i'm not doing push-ups and i was like okay i have to think on my feet now right because i can't actually beat the skin off your bones yeah <laughs> as much as i want to right now so i uh, i said to the rest of the class i was like, all right i asked him to do 10 push-ups he didn't wanna do them, you all have to do twenty because he's not doing them. And everyone turned to the kid, they're like, What are you doing? Why are you doing that? right? So they all did their twenty push ups. I was like, alright, now you gotta do your your ten. And if you don't do your ten, they're all doing another twenty. And then all these other kids just look at him, he's like, Damn, I'll get down and do my ten push ups. Yeah. He did them. And then after that, that was how I I enforced push ups and yeah. I was like, I'ma warn you, then you're gonna get push ups. And after that i'm not going to warn you again yeah the whole group gets push-ups yeah. and i found it so much easier to teach large groups yeah because and it, even like if you've got a group of kids if you say right if one of you steps out of line you That's all it. get yeah. punished yeah. like what you did with your like yeah. bribery thing but <laughs> mine's free <laughs> I'll, I'll be like police yourselves yeah because if you don't you all get punished yeah
1: and it's like a communist way of thinking yeah. almost. <laughs> like i think ultimately though, like going back to what i was saying like Kids from a very young age, like people from a very young age know what's right and what's wrong.
0: Yeah. Like they say like the first thing that a kid learns is how to lie. So when kids like for example, a kid will cry yeah. and they will see that the mother comes or the father comes yeah. to see what's going on. Yeah, true. Yeah. So then they go, Hmm, I'm gonna cry, see what happens. Yeah. Because last time I cried, mum came, yeah. cried, mum comes. Ah, this is how you get mum to come. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they say, like, you should leave kids to cry a little bit. Like, don't well, leave your, kid, yeah. your kids screaming or whatever, yeah. but leave your kids to cry a little bit. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I do... I, oh, man, it's it's so different, like Because of... It, everyone's got a different ideology. I'm like, what yeah. is the right thing and the wrong thing? Yeah. And I do worry as well, because my, like, my wife's Asian background, right? Yeah. She never got hit as a kid. Mm-hmm. And she and her brothers lived at home till whatever age yeah. and although it wasn't the case of her because you know she married a white man i think if she'd have married an asian guy her family would have had to pay for the wedding yeah and all that kind of like certain certain like, traditional aspects of, yeah. of their culture and i'm not from that culture so when i was like 15 and i was still living at home and i was still in school my dad was like you're paying rent you're paying yeah, 50 yeah, pound a week yeah. 50 pound a week for a 15 year old. That's a lot. That's right? a little hustle, right? Yeah. You got you got to get that money. Even now that would be a lot. Yeah. yeah. But the thing was I was working full time for my dad from the age of 13. And at 13 like at 13 I was getting paid I think 25 pound a week which to a 13 year old I fa- well, I was 12 actually when I started but yeah. um and then when I got to 15 I was getting like 150 a week. Wow. Which sounds sounds good, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd finish school at Three fifteen, I would catch the three thirty-five train from Maidenhead to Burnham, which took ten minutes. So As three forty-five, I would fast walk home by five to four, and by five past four, I was in the car on the way out to work with my dad. Wow! And he was like, "You do homework in the car." I could not write in the car mm-hmm. to save my life. Mm-hmm. I gave up. I didn't do a single piece of homework, not mm-hmm. one, from thirteen to six. I didn't do coursework for my GCSEs. Wow! I just could, like yeah. I did whatever coursework I could do on my lunch break. Mm. I did in my lunch break. I couldn't, I could not like write in the car, and I'd get home at midnight, one o'clock, and then when my brother was born, I'd look after my brother when I got home, because my mum would be like, like knackered just from watching him yeah. a little bit, whatever. So, so I'm I'm sitting there going, at oh, what age am I going to make him start paying rent? yeah And my wife's like never yeah he's our son you know you have a kid you raise your kid yeah and it's your responsibility to to you know give your kid a, as, as good a foothold in life as yeah. possible yeah. and i'm like okay but when he leaves this house yeah. he's going to be paying rent or a mortgage and like you said like you moved out when you're 15 yeah so you had to learn that quick right yeah. yeah and it did you good yeah right because you learn those lessons and you make those mistakes very young in life yeah so I'm sure when you're 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, even 22, 23, yeah. you're making stupid mistakes yeah. that now, if you look back, you say, oh, I'd have, I'd have done things so much differently. Definitely, yeah. But part of becoming an adult is learning through mistakes. And if you shelter your kids too much, if you give them too much, there's no mistakes for them to learn from. Yeah, yeah. And if you tell them, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, they want to do it. Yeah. So telling them, oh, don't make the same mistake I did, they don't know. They don't, they don't really. They they never felt the pain that you felt yeah, from making exactly. that particular yeah. mistake. Yeah. You know, like a, a very basic version of that is how some some parents put their kid's hand on the hot radiator. Yeah. So that they learn that the radiator is hot. Yeah. yeah. You know, at least you've like they they say the uh, the best lessons are always the hardest learned. Yeah. And that's my concern. Yeah. Is that if if my wife's like no no culturally we don't do this. Yeah. And at that time, I'm too soft to go. Well, tough
1: because yeah. it's the right thing for him. So, because I, I, I have this, I have this problem because I guess what I was already saying, like obviously, so we've 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 grown up. I guess in a way that you could say is was tough. Mm. We're in a much better circumstance now. We went through that through circumstance so do you then make your child go through it even though the circumstances are different and for me it's trying to find a balance it's like i i can although like i i see what i see how it's helped me i Mm. see how but i can still look back and go well i guess that wasn't ideal yeah so it's just trying to get that balance of
0: yeah it's like even um, like a small thing a, a parent tip if you are struggling for money with the little bodysuits that you buy for babies mm-hmm. as they start to grow and they grow out of them yeah. just put socks on them and cut the feet off them uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? or cut half the foot yeah, off them so yeah. they've got something that at least comes up yeah. that's cool yeah. that's what we did because yeah. we and, and we reused all of our kids club. like yeah. my younger brother was wearing the same stuff that I was wearing yeah. and my youngest brother was wearing the same stuff as well yeah when my kid was born, and he started to grow out of his stuff, yeah, I instinctively just went, "Well, you just cut the feet off it, he's got little socks, it's yeah. fine, yeah, my wife looked at me like I was smoking crack, she was like <laughs> you you do what you're gonna cut- you're gonna make our kid wear raggedy clothes, yeah, he's only just born I was like, there's nothing wrong with it yeah, yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it yeah like, nah that's that's not on. and then I'm thinking like when it comes to so so we went on holiday this year mm. He's he's he wasn't even one he'd already been to the Sistine Chapel right <laughs> I went to the same place on holiday whenever we did go on holiday we went in a tent in Devon we went to the same place yeah. for the first 15 years of my life <laughs> right to the point it's where just... we the staff at the resort e. it's not even a resort it's like a campsite that yeah. we went to they all knew us wow. especially because my parents used to get in fights and all the yeah. security <laughs> So so it's it's weird because um like the the interesting people that you know tend to come out I think we we spoke about this before, I okay. think. The most interesting people you know tend to come out of like challenging yeah, circumstances definitely, definitely, or challenging yeah. childhood circumstances. Yeah. And even when you look at um certain successful people Like Spartans,
1: look what they do. Yeah. Three hundred. That's it. Kids get right afraid to the walls.
0: Yeah, man. Like and a, a lot of a lot of people that have done very well in life didn't come from great upbringings yeah. or great backgrounds, yeah. especially athletes. Yeah, Espe- especially well, especially combat sports athletes as yeah. well. Like, you look at um, some of the like the, the top level fighters. Yeah, they all got bullied when they were kids. Yeah, or they had yeah, the big true. brother used to beat them up or their parents, yeah. whatever. Yeah. and and that's you no know, I don't want my kid to become a fighter as much as I've enjoyed competing and stuff. Yeah. I don't. I don't want him. Necessarily to to take that path, yeah. but there is something in it that that you learn a very valuable lesson from. Yeah, definitely.
1: And I think that's I think that's for me the balance is like there's certain things like I try and teach my daughter so she at least gets it, or at least if when she's in a situation, or if she's in a situation, she can almost ah oh, I remember. Dad yeah. said this sort of thing because she doesn't have to live it. Mm. Um, I've taken her to like where I grew up. Um, I tell her, you know, I've told her like some of the hardships. Not... This is where I got mugged. Yeah. This is where that old man tried to touch me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. You know. And, and I've show her lots of stuff to try and get her to appreciate how lucky she is. Yeah. And even with, funny enough, actually, I remember um, I took Mia to so growing up this is one of the things I used to do as well I always used to let them, every time I took her out I often used to let her bring her friends with her or one of her one or two of her friends with her um, and obviously she enjoyed it going with her friends and it let me kind of get a good idea of where her friends are and also allow her friends to respect me mm. um, and we went where did we go I can't remember we up near Leicester one of Mia's, we went to Harvester actually on the way back. Um, Mia's friends, we went to Al- Alton Towers, we were coming back from. We stopped up at Harvester, I think it was at one of the Leicester junctions. And um, one of Mia's friends, the, the friend Mia was with, had never been, to, been Harvester. to Harvester before. And she said so. She was like, oh, I've never, I haven't, this. and she was quite excited about being to Harvester. And Mia's reaction was, how could you have never been to a harvester before? And it was like, obviously I had to sort of check her, but straight away I had to check myself. And it was like, I mean, this was quite a long time ago, but it was, it was one of those kind of, although I was trying to do it anyway, yeah. it was one of those moments I had to go, Wow, well, I need to make sure she's not becoming, it's fine to become accustomed to stuff, but not to a point where you're not recognising that it's a privilege. Yeah, You know? so we had a sort of long conversation about that um, and I'm sure you, you know I, I should get on here one day but she'll tell you how much I chat to her about stuff and we end up talking for ages um, about things but yeah that was one of the things isn't it? Mm. you know just kind of made me check myself and be like wow well, like you need to have words of word. like yeah. you need to watch what you're doing and how you're doing things and, and things like that.
0: And on the flip side of that I've now got like students that I speak to and I was like oh you've been harvested? Like,
1: no. <laughs> I don't go to harvest, oh, yeah, mate. So true. I wouldn't it's be so seen true. dead inside a harvest. A
0: free salad cart, and it's not covered. It's open to all the bacteria in the world. No, no, no. I'm like... And even, again, like, my wife... Did you wash his hands? I was like, no, I didn't wash his hands. Yeah. But but you're feeding him. Yeah, I'm feeding him. I'm holding the damn fork. Yeah. yeah. He's not, I'm not washing yeah. his... But he might touch the food. It's not going to kill him, love. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah, it's but, true. Yeah. But is really so? Okay, so here's, here's, here's the thing, because you know, we'll probably, how long have we have been going for?
1: Uh hour and eight minutes now. Oh, snap, now. I thought
0: it was like half an hour. Yeah. All right, so we'll wrap we'll, up. We'll wrap,
1: we'll wrap it up. up soon, yeah.
0: Think of um, like a parent tip, a parent tip that you give, because, so like, I've got some really basic ones that yeah. actually turned out to be like, oh, they're so, they're, yeah. I found them to be really, really helpful. Yeah. So, um, like, one of the things we found got, saved us a load of money. Mm. Instead of buying a pram and then a car seat, yeah. we bought like a travel system yeah. that, that that was like a bit more obscure. We actually went to a baby show and that's, that's one thing I'd say is go to a baby show before your kid's born so you can see everything okay. that's on, on the market. Okay. But one of the things that we saw was like a, a travel system. So the Moses basket that, yeah. that initially is called to clip onto the pram, yeah. you could, the one that we got, you mm. could also put it in the car yeah. and use it as yeah. a kid's seat. Yeah.
1: That the, caused the, our first argument because I bought the second hand from a lady at work. Oh, she just had a baby. I bought it home, it was bright, it was a, clean and similar thing. Oh, I'm not having my daughter in a second hand forever Do you know what? And that's the
0: thing, is, I, was, I was like, No, 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 no second hand stuff for, for my kid. Yeah. Um, even my wife's like, Okay, but certain things would be all right. And I was like, Do you know what? I never saw a brand new thing when I was a kid, yeah, like, yeah, everything yeah. I had was used. <laughs> like, I used to get um. You know, you get those little, they're like, uh, like telephones, but it had wheels on them, so um, it doubled yeah, up yeah, as a car. Yeah, yeah. Like, I never knew it was a telephone because all the numbers were worn off. So I just <laughs> <laughs> didn't know. I was like, And oftentimes, like, the actual handset or headset was, yeah. like, ripped off it yeah, as well because yeah. some other kid had his way with it. So, so like, that's one thing. Um, another thing is, like, uh, one of our friends bought us one of these, or let us borrow even their Tommy Tippy machine, which is... Because I'd never heard about this either. Mm. They were like, you don't know, you don't know. Mm. So you put in, you put your um, the bottle under the, the water dispenser and you press however many ounces it is yeah. and it gives you like a shot of boiling hot water. You add in however much yeah. powder you need to have and then it gives you warm water so that it balances out however much it is. Yeah. You always get the perfect temperature bottle yeah. instead of making it with boiling water and then waiting for it to cool down yeah. or whatever, whatever, whatever. So on the one hand, initially i will be like, well, get the Tommy tipping machine. But if you ain't got that money to do that, it's a a lot easier to get a flask at night, fill it to the brim with boiling hot water, and then fill up the rest of your bottles with cold water, or water that's cooled down after it's been boiled, so at least you know it's clean, and fill them up with two ounces less than what you need, or even an ounce. If you're having like five ounces, you put four ounces of cold water. Yeah if you're having six ounces you can generally obviously because you need more warm water to heat up mm. then in the middle of the night i would have like uh little containers that had the right amount of scoops of powder in them yeah. and they were sealed and then i'd have the flask so instead of in the middle of the night having to calm downstairs put the machine on wait for it because yeah. it really slowly pours the water out as well wait for that then stir it up mix it in and make sure that everything is perfect i just had this stuff up in my room so when he woke up, I'd get up, pour the um, pour the powder into the cold water, mm-hmm. pour the two shots of boiling water in there, put the lid on, shake it and give it to him. No. So I ended up not having to come back That For me, that was like the best idea I ever had in my life. <laughs> like it beats any idea I had yeah. before. I was like, yeah, yeah this will save me. F-. And weirdly enough, one of our friends just had a kid yeah. and we told them the same thing. She was like, no, 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 you can't do that. I was like, why not? She goes, because the water's not going to stay hot. I was like, it's a thermos flask. Yeah. The idea is, like, it, it will keep it boiling. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no, no, it won't work. I was like, listen, if you don't trust me on it, it's fine. Just fill up a kettle, boiling hot water, put it, pour it in the thermos, make sure you put it to the brim, yeah. seal it, come downstairs in the morning and have a cup of tea and tell me that water ain't hot enough. So she hasn't got back to me yet, but I'll stand by my word <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there's been times in the morning I pour out that water and it's still steaming hot. Yeah. Yeah. So like for me that was another like
1: save of an
0: idea. Yeah, man. Yeah. i
1: would probably two tips, obviously, since my daughter's a bit older. <laughs> I would probably say the first one, what we mentioned earlier, like give your kids choices. Mm. Like the worst. And they're not quite as bad and they'll always five beats or four <laughs> Yeah, basically. It'll <laughs> always but it allows you like I've found from my experiment it just stops the argument. It's like it's not oh no, oh no, oh please, please do... It's just like this or this and then they'll 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 inevitably choose one. Um what was the other thing I was just gonna say? It's kinda of gone out of my head now. It was, you're going to have to say something while I'm thinking. No, man, I'm a little used to <laughs> it. I'm enjoying it. Oh, what was <laughs> it? It was a bit of cold silence. What was it? I, going to have to I should, have, it I it should have
0: made another cup of tea or something, man. It's starting to fade,
1: isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I can't remember. It's gone.
0: You don't it's have two gone. things that you've learned from <laughs> it. has gone. No, no, I that my I good, man. I just,
1: just, Just hit uh, real So, hard. So here is one. Here's one. Um... Whatever you give your kids, make sure you understand it. That's one of okay. the biggest things I'd say. So, just with regards to a phone, just with regards to um, a computer, tablet, like your kid had to download Fortnite, know they're downloading Fortnite. Like you can put codes on all of this stuff. Learn how to put parental guidance and all of that stuff on stuff um, on computers, tablets, all of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and then you're gonna you, you'll you'll understand when your child is playing Fortnite, which is a Just for people who don't know, it's a battle royale. It's hundred people and it's last one standing. If they're down to the last two people and you're trying to pull that plug on them, I'll be fuming. But if you get it, you're gonna be like, right, that's it. As soon as this is done, and yeah. you can have a balance with them. And this, the other, the last thing I'd say, this is what I was gonna say, is. I think this has been massively key to the relationship I have with my daughter is take an interest in what they're interested in. Mm. Like I'm, I used to watch wrestling when I was little, WWF at the time it was called. I don't really care for it now. My daughter got into it, so I had to start getting into it. You know? And it just allows you to have something to talk about. And I, what it also does, what I found is it makes you a, a subject matter expert, because I can come to her and be like, oh, not only am I up to date with what she's doing, but I can also say, oh, the old school stuff, this, 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 this. And they always bring people back every so often. So then when they want to talk about something, like, they'll come to you. When they're asking a the question, they'll come to you. Because, like, just by default, mm. you know? Um, yeah, so they're, they're, they're probably they're probably the, the, the things I'd say. I mean, I've done that with regards to WWE, like, Twilight, um... Some of these other, oh my god, man, I the feel free. originals, I think it was called. Um, this, this other vampire thing that was more recently. Um, just, just lots of stuff. Don't get me wrong, like I say to her now because I can, like, some of the stuff was just trash. I did not care for it at <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all, you know. Um, but it stops, like, we all, if, if you'd hope we all remember what it's like being a kid, being a teenager. And that distance we sometimes felt between our parents and not thinking that they got us or clashing and things like that. And I think it just helps bridge that. Mm. Or inevitably, 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 your teenager will be moody at times. But in those other times, you've got things to kind of talk about. Or even if they're moody and they're sitting down watching WWE, for example, or playing Grand Theft Auto, you could join in with them. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So um that's probably... As I said, it's it's, it's, it's time-consuming and sometimes it's jarring, but the rewards you get at the end of it, mm. I think, are, are massive.
0: Do you know, when you were saying about the tech thing, mm. it did make me think that a little add-on to that would be to, maybe maybe kind of chauvinistic term would be to like be a man about it. If you say no to your kid, you need to teach your kid that that's what it means. Mm. I've I see so many times... Kids get told no, they ask again, they get told no, they ask again, they get told no, they keep pushing, they get it. Yeah. So as soon as you've done that once, and yeah. kids are smart, they're like, right, all I need to do is ask seven, eight times. Yeah. Pester like this, push this, tantrum here, yeah. tantrum there, I'll get it. Yeah. If your kid learns that no means no, Yeah. the first couple of times are going to be really, really difficult. Yeah. Because you're. Kids are very persistent. Yeah. And oftentimes they're more persistent than you are patient. Yeah. So yeah. they will wear you down and yeah. you're like, Oh, sod it, just have it, fine. Yeah.
1: And this is this is this is what I was saying about not I didn't give a warning. Or mm. I said once and then that was it. I think I think the term is well there's a, a, a what do you call it? Russian negotiating. I think someone told me name is where basically they say if you say like generally when we're negotiating or we bartering I would tell you 100 pound you would tell me 20 and then we'd meet at like 50 or 60. Mm. But what they call Russian bartering is you start at 100, I start at 20 and I do not move from 20. You can go 90, 80, expecting me to rise, and I just s- stick to my guns yeah, you're and not. that's it. I give you 15. Yeah. You push too much a <laughs> exactly. <I> lower price. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I I I've, I've already made my decision and that's it.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's that's. um yeah, we've like we're saying when people, you know, allow kids yeah. to keep sort of pushing and pushing and pushing. That's it. What one of the things with me, it was always like, it makes no difference to me.
0: Yeah, like, I, like, I don't. I don't care. I think like that's really important as well. Mm-hmm. Like when I've even when I've been like disciplining my students, yeah, I'll tell them right, if you do this, this is a punishment. Yeah, and then when I tell them right, you've done it, that's the punishment. Yeah. you're gonna go do it. They'll they'll throw a tantrum, they'll start crying. I'll get on my knees, I'll sit right in front of them, I'll put my hands on their shoulders, I'll be like, kids, look at me, look at me. Do I look like I care? Yeah, this is it. I don't care. You can cry, keep crying. Cry for another ten minutes. Yeah. You're still going to do the punishment. Exactly. So you can do the punishment and get on with the class, or you can cry and then do the punishment and get on the class. Because otherwise, the consequences will get worse. I'm not upset with you. I'm not mad at you. I'm fine. Mm. I don't care. I'm yeah. good. You're the one that's in trouble. Yeah. yeah. And and once they see like you are one cold-hearted son of a gun, yeah. they're like, all right, I can't play games with this guy. Yeah. And like, and also or this girl, if you're a mom,
1: I'm sure there's there's an aspect of it as well when your mannerism, like your tone, hasn't changed. Your your it just is what it is. Yeah. It's not. It's not you do something and you're going to get a different reaction from me because that's when you keep they they'll keep pushing because they're they're getting feedback mm. When it's like no nope, this is what's going to happen oh but please please you no know, this is what's going to happen oh well I'm going to get on with my life um, you're only going to make it worse for yourself fuses yeah. are going to come out of your TV again sort of thing yeah. you know it's it's this or this and then that's what it comes down to the choice again it, it it's this or this you know and. Uh, Ultimately, they'll they'll
0: make a choice. No man, that's that's, that's a fairly sound parenting. And since since so. your kid's not a drug addict, not yeah. in jail, this is true. And this technically true. an adult, I think you know you got there all right. I you got there so. all right.
1: I hope so. I hope so. Say time will tell.
0: Yeah man, but um, but yeah. So we'll we'll wrap up. will uh, I did say even uh about doing a. We'll do it at the end of every podcast. Just one, uh, a little old school thing like a throwback. Yeah. Um oh man, there was so so there was there was two things, right? I wanted to do like a song and a movie. Yeah. So the movie that I'll suggest is This Boy's Life. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And Robert De Niro. Okay. Old school movie. Mm-hmm. Um and do you know what I noticed as well, DiCaprio narrates a lot of movies. I okay. watched uh, I watched Gangs in New York the other day and he narrated that. He narrated the beach. He narrated this boy's life. Yeah, yeah. There was another movie as well that he narrated. I can't yeah. remember it, but um, so yeah. So that that's it. I'd recommend if you haven't seen it. Yeah, this boy's life, decent movie. Um, and the song that I was gonna suggest is a uh, Red Man uh, Smash Sign. Yeah,
1: true.
0: That was like um. I, I is remem- that yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. I remember. This is really bad. <laughs> I bought that on, I think it was on CD. It must have been on CD at that yeah. point. I'm sure it might have still been on tape. I might have got a tape copy of it. Yeah. I pl- I pulled a sickie the next day. I I, I was like, my, my parents, like, why aren't you up? You need to be going to school. I was like, no, no, I really don't feel well. I'm going to be sick. My, I knew my parents were going out as well. Yeah. So I stayed home from school. And I listened to that song on repeat until I knew all the words to it. I was like, yes, this song, for me, that song was so raw. I was like, man, this is like, it it invoked emotion, which I feel like music should do. So even if you don't like hip hop, especially because it's got that, um, is it Mozart at the beginning?
1: Yeah, yeah. Or some sort of classical. Or Tchaikovsky or something.
0: Um, So yeah, I was like, that intro Mm. built it up. I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Yep. So yeah, if you haven't heard it, "Red Man Smash Something." Yeah. I actually, the only place I could find it was Spotify. I looked it up on YouTube, and they're all remixes.
1: Okay.
0: I can't find the original anywhere yeah. other than Spotify.
1: Okay.
0: Even though I don't really want people on Spotify because that you know, rapes artists, but yeah. Anyway.
1: <laughs> anyway, what's your what's your throwback? So my throwback for the song for a song. Is um. An old Jay Z track, "Jiggle My N Word." That's literally the title of the song. It's produced by Swizz Beats. It's, hold on, is it... Is
0: it tuga, tuga, that? No, no. It's da, not da, that da, one, da, is it? Da,
1: oh, da, 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 da. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, funny enough, this track, I was at a club, um, and I fancied this girl, and this tune came on it was the first time I heard it, and we were like, Tune! At the, if you're at like late nineties, early 2000s, Swiss beach tunes, it starts off with such a like these sort of bassy horn kind of music and it's one of those ones like it's got an intro, a really powerful intro, you just kinda of stop and the bass just drops. So we listen to this, everyone's going nuts. Like the first time we heard it, it was like tune, we're talking about this tune, we're talking about this tune. This girl who I fancy is like, oh yeah, going on about how much she loves it. So I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I think I've got that at home. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so I had to go to HMV to now try and get this tune because now I've said I'll lend it to her or I'll copy it for her. So Jay-Z's album at the time was um Hard Knock Life volume two. Um the one with uh the Annie song. Yeah. Um so I think that's his it's obviously it's a new song, that's his new album, Get Home, flicking through and I weren't even a big Jay-Z fan at this point. Right. Now I think it's great. It's <laughs> it wasn't time. on the album. <laughs> it wasn't on the album. So I couldn't return it. I'm now tra- tra- checking Do you Remember HMVs have the import stuff. Makes it yeah, yeah. super expensive. Yeah. So it was actually on an album called Rough Riders Ride or Die. Yeah, yeah, So I, this was like had £22. So I mean, we we're, we're talking like late 90s. I yeah. 20, So now I've spent over 30s odd pound. trying to this song, youngsters. Anyway, youngsters do not appreciate it. what a white label was back <laughs> exactly, in the day. Exactly. I say to
0: kids now, like I used to get all the white labels. They're yeah. like, "What is a white label?" I said, "It's a song that's like maybe it's just been released in yeah, America yeah. or it's not come out yet in America." Yeah, and we haven't heard it yet because it's not really been released. Yeah, they're like, "What DJ the, the hell are you talking like about?" First, yeah, like when we went to see uh,
1: Clinton Sparks.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a long yeah. time ago. But, yeah, so what's your, what's your movie,
1: though? Um, yeah, so just to wrap up that story... Oh, yeah. I ended up copying it for her, CD Burners and Them Things, and I ended up getting with her. So it was all worth it. Okay, that, um, that's
0: a justified time choice, there.
1: <laughs> and my movie is uh, Legend, old Tom Cruise movie. Okay. So this this is it's, it's one of those kind of um, fantasy action films. Right. It's one of those ones where I believe if I went and watched it now, I'd probably think it was trash. Ah uh, <laughs> But yes. you know, like, um, but uh, at the time it was amazing. It was, um, and it, actually, the, the villain in it used to scare me. He looked like a big red devil, but he only had one horn, and the other horn was broken. And Tom Cruise hmm. used to have this. You probably would have recognised it. It was really popular. Legend. Legend. Yeah, Legend it. it was called. I'm it was an 80s film. Um, kind of in the vein of like Willow and what was the, is it Gods, of, not Gods of Egypt? What was the other one? And there was like a sequel uh, with the guy who starred in. Uh, oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember this one. Oh, what is that? What's it? Not gods, but it's, it's one of those sort of fantasy, like, like labyrinth adventure, kind of thing, kind of like labyrinth, willow. I think it was a, like kind of like ancient Greece, mythical type of thing.
0: Tim Curry was darkness in this movie. I can't believe you're scared of Tim Curry. Man.
1: <laughs> was it Tim Curry or was it a bad guy? Yeah, yeah, oh. And
0: <laughs> but... do you know what? The the woman that was in it, she played uh, Van Damme's wife in uh, Time Cop.
1: Because
0: ah. I saw the picture, I was like, she's kind of hot, old school 90s hot.
1: <laughs> if you like 80s nostalgia, I'll check out Legend. That's my uh yeah, that, film for the week. That film was released
0: in, guess the year, guess the year? 83? Close, 85. 85. 85, so that is a... But do you know what? I'll be honest, if you're below the age of 30 and you go back and watch, I don't think you'll have it in you to watch this film. Like Isn't My it? wife can't watch these kind of old school gonna, movies that are blatantly old school.
1: It's weird because you can, there's, it's like, I feel like the 70s. Sorry, not the seventies. The eighties films are harder to go back to, but you can go past. You can go further back, and there's some classic films that have aged well. But a lot of eighties films didn't age well. Yeah,
0: there was like, um, like the Never Ending Story. Yeah. Like if, if if you say to someone our age, the Never Ending Story, they'll be like, "Oh, that yeah. film was so great. Yeah. You put that on now. Put that on now. You get about ten minutes Ooh, into the it. And put this crap off now. Nah, you wouldn't be yeah. able to watch
1: it. Yeah, but." okay i'd like to see flight of the navigator do you know what i was
0: just talked to my wife about it the other day yeah. and i was surprised that she'd even watched it because she didn't watch those kind of old school movies okay. but i'm probably gonna put that one now because <laughs> <laughs> i've been thinking like about it for up, ages yeah, yeah. like when he when he wakes up and uh and he's like i want a pepsi they're like what flavor so like, what do you mean what flavor and they've got like yeah. 17 different flavors yeah, of pepsi yeah. so it's weird but um okay cool cool so yours is legend is the movie and the song is Jigga my yeah not E R E R that's like a hard error that's racist <laughs> right ah is alright you can <laughs> get away with that um yeah and mine were This Boy's Life and yeah. Smash Sound by Redman yeah so uh, so yeah if you did get all the way to the end of this our inaugural our inaugural inaugural, inaugural podcast yeah um then yeah maybe uh you can put a little comment on our Instagram, which is NGA podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we actually haven't uploaded our first uh, YouTube link and we haven't uploaded this obviously onto Stitchy yet. Cause we're all pre-recording it. We will at some point in the future, I'm sure end up live streaming, which would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so hit us up on NGA podcast with any suggestions stuff you want us to talk about next week. Yeah. Um, and yeah, was there anything else? Anything
1: no, else? I think that's, That's a wrap. That's it.
0: All right, cool. Peace out, people.
1: Peace out.